0: Hello, and welcome to Medical Motherhood for March Nineteenth, twenty twenty three. I'm Shasta Kearns Moore. Medical Motherhood is a weekly newsletter and podcast on the experience of raising disabled and neurodivergent children. Visit us online at medicalmotherhood.com. We have yet another special episode this week. Travel Oregon, my state's tourism commission, just published my feature on accessible camping options throughout our state. Not only that, I get to read out the audio version of the article right here so that the information is accessible to all. I love camping, so I knew that even with our family's extra challenges, I had to figure out some sort of way to keep going for summer adventures in the great outdoors. Through a lot of trial and error, I can say with confidence that camping with wheels is not only possible, but worth the effort. Fortunately, camping, and travel generally, is being made easier by a new wave of accessibility in the tourism world. There are accessible tourism conferences, like the Accessible and Inclusive Tourism Conference, accessible tourism organizations, like Travelability, accessible tourism blogs, like wheelchairtravel.org, and plenty of resources from travel bureaus. Now, we can add one more resource to the list. For those who, like me, live in Oregon, or for anyone who wants to come here, check out my new feature on accessible camping spots on Travel Oregon's website. Here are some more camping with disabilities tips. Outdoorsy.com is like Airbnb for RVs. I can't say it's terribly affordable, comparable to hotel prices, but it does offer a way to have an adventure with kids who need certain amenities wherever they go. To find more accessible camping options in Oregon, click the Features button on Oregon State Park's website, stateparks.oregon.gov. If you'd like to plan out your day during an Oregon camping trip, you can learn more about the state's trails, ADA features, and options at TravelOregon.com, keyword accessible trails. Also, if you're looking for accessible camping spots throughout the country, Recreation.gov also has a checkbox in the upper right corner of its search bar for quote accessible camping. Do you have other tips and experiences you want to share? Write to me at shasta at medicalmotherhood.com or reply to this email if you're a Medical Motherhood subscriber. And happy trails to you! Without further ado, here's Accessible Camping Adventures in Oregon, my article from TravelOregon.com. From accessible kayaking to old growth forest trails, the range of opportunities has never been greater for campers needing accommodations in Oregon. Thanks to an initiative to update and upgrade Oregon State Park facilities to make parks more accessible for people who need assistance and mobility equipment, It's even easier to make treasured camping memories. In honor of National Developmental Disabilities Awareness Month, which takes place each year in March, here are some ways that even more campers can get back to nature and camp in Oregon. Just be sure to book early. Summer spots fill up quickly. Take in a deep blue crater or ponderosa pines feel on top of the world from almost 2,000 feet up on the rim of a former mountain. Crater Lake National Park in southern Oregon has a wide range of accessibility options, including campsites at Mazama Campground, which can be reserved up to 365 days in advance. The campground is typically only open June through late September. The Godfrey Glen Trail, a one-mile hard-packed dirt loop through Old Growth, the Lodge and the visitor Center at Rim Village are all wheelchair accessible. The park provides captioning and audio description at visitor Center exhibits. Disabled folks can also get a free lifetime access pass to the entire national park system online or at the park itself. You will need to bring documentation. Ponder Oregon's beauty amongst the Ponderosa Pines at La Pine State Park in central Oregon, just a short drive from Bend and Sun River. All five of the deluxe cabins and one of the rustic cabins are wheelchair accessible, though do check for access in the winter. The park features an accessible boat ramp, so bring your boat or kayaks and some binoculars to spot eagles at this birding hotspot. Note that the 500-year-old big tree path is steep and not wheelchair-accessible. Be aware that it gets cold at night year-round, so bring layers. Take in a waterfall or fish at a tranquil lake. Accessibility options sometimes seem synonymous with wheelchair users, but there are many types of needs and abilities. Silver Falls State Park near Salem is a draw for all who love the sensory experiences of feeling water spray and hearing the rushing falls. Two campsites and four cabins have universal access features, as do the campground restrooms and showers. Wheelchair users can roll along a brick paver path from the parking lot to a viewpoint of the 177-foot-high South Falls. Pro tip, a paved path also leads from there to the top of the falls, but it is steep in one part and it may be difficult to negotiate in a wheelchair. In the summer of 2023, there will also be a 0.6-mile hard-packed gravel trail that leads to a view of the North Falls from the parking area. At William Tugman State Park, go fishing off of the fully accessible dock for bass, crappie, trout, and salmon in the stocked lake. Tugman State Park is on Eel Lake, north of Coos Bay, and features new beach access and accessible kayaking. Year-round camping is available with hot showers, 11 yurts, and two RV camping sites. A 40-minute drive south is Shore Acres State Park with interpretive signage and a view of Simpson Reef Overlook. Ride the rails or glide where trains once traveled. The Snake River carves deep through Oregon Alpine Peaks to create spectacular landscapes. At one of the state's largest U.S. Forest Service campgrounds, Union Creek Campground in eastern Oregon's Wallawa whitman National Forest is located on the north shore of the Phillips Reservoir. The campground features fishing, water sports, and birding. Parking spurs are paved and some facilities are accessible, including four campsites with electric hookups. From there, take a day trip to the historic gold-mining town of Sumter and take a ride on the historic Sumter Valley Railroad steam locomotive. One of the rail cars does have a wheelchair lift. On the other side of Portland, take in the sights on the Banks-Vernonia State Trail, an eight-foot paved path that runs 21 miles through Douglas fir stands and wildflower fields. Then, bunk up at the L.L. Stubb-Stewart State Park, an updated campground with 13 accessible cabins, five accessible campsites, and two meeting halls. Double-check the trail map online or at the Welcome Center for elevation and route information. If you go, the parks recognize that each individual's needs are unique, so call ahead and talk to helpful staff at any of Oregon's parks if you have a particular question, concern, or need. REI's Guide to Adaptive Camping provides tips for wheelchair-friendly camping gear as well as how to scout out a spot. To learn more about accessible camping and hiking, see Oregon Health and Science University's Outdoor Equity Initiatives. Time for Medical Motherhood's News Roundup, snippets of news and opinion from outlets around the world. From the Washington Post, Oklahoma lawmaker says Bible endorses corporal punishment of disabled children. Oklahoma State Representative John Talley thought that his bill to bar schools from spanking children with disabilities would find little to no opposition at the state's legislature. After all, the Republican lawmaker said that he had fielded calls with dozens of families and educational groups, drawn inspiration from his personal experience, and received support from colleagues on both sides of the aisle. Yet on Tuesday, what seemed like a rare bipartisan moment quickly came crashing down as other Republican lawmakers invoked the Bible to argue against Talley's House Bill 1028, claiming in some instances that, quote, God's Word is higher than all the so-called experts, as Representative Jim Olson posited during the proposed legislation's debate. The bill wound up with 45 votes in favor and 43 against, six short of the 51 it needed to pass. Corporal punishment, though in decline, remains in use in American schools. For centuries, students have been whipped or struck by rulers and paddles, Even though New Jersey became the first state to ban the practice in public schools in 1867, it took over a century before other states followed suit. Then, a 1977 Supreme Court decision, Ingraham v. Wright, deemed corporal punishment at public schools to be constitutional and left it up to the states to decide what to do. Oklahoma is among the 19 states where corporal punishment is still legal in public schools. In almost all states except for New Jersey and Iowa, it's also allowed in private schools. Talley said he still has hope that his bill will become state law. He'll bring it up for another vote on Monday, when lawmakers who had been absent Tuesday would probably be back. This is an important one, and I'm not giving up, said Talley who added that he'd been subjected to the punishment as a child and whose wife is a retired special education teacher. I had a call with a U.S. marshal who told me that his autistic daughter got spanked three times in a day for not doing her math correctly. There's a point when you have to step up and say, this is wrong. From Courthouse News Service, Orthodox Jewish parents claim California discriminates against their disabled children. Los Angeles. A group of Orthodox Jewish parents of disabled children sued California for religious discrimination because the state won't pay for special education programs and resources at private religious schools. Six parents in two Jewish schools, backed by the Beckett Fund for Religious Liberty, filed a complaint Monday in Los Angeles federal court claiming the state discriminates against religious children with disabilities and against religious schools. The parents say their children have been diagnosed with autism and that they are forced to choose either to send them to a private religious school as they prefer and pay themselves for prohibitively expensive therapy and special education services, or send their children to a public school where they run into conflicts observing religious holidays and other commitments. From News Hub in New Zealand, wheelchair users fed up with paying four times more for event tickets. Wheelchair users say they are being charged up to four times as much for events and having to pay extra for a carer's ticket at some venues. Many in the community feel they are being discriminated against and exploited. Football lover Jack Ufare said he felt deceived by the cost advertised for the recent All-Whites match in Auckland. They promoted it as $20 a ticket for the minimum, and then they tell me $80 is the cheapest ticket available for wheelchair users— which is four times the price of if you're not in a wheelchair. Every time I go to a concert or go to a sports event, every time. We've just had to bite the bullet and just pay it, Ufare said. Ufare said it was just plain discrimination. We shouldn't be put into these positions where we have to pay double the price as a normal, able-bodied person just to be able to get in to see the same sporting event or the same concert or the same entertainment as anyone else. Medical Motherhood brings you quality news and information for raising disabled and neurodivergent children. Get it delivered to your inbox each Sunday morning or give a gift subscription. Subscriptions are free with optional tiers of support. Thank you to our paid subscribers. Follow Medical Motherhood on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, or Pinterest. The podcast is also available in your feeds on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Visit the Medical Motherhood merchandise store through a link on our website. Do you have a story to share or an injustice that needs investigation? Tell me about it, and it may become a future issue. Thank you for listening. Our music was composed by Ehimitsu and used under a Creative Commons license. On radio, on oh, mama all day.